AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Chip, 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 Yes, ma'am. Happy Friday. Well, it's technically, what day is it? Today is Thursday for the people. We record before Friday because we have to put this out on Fridays. Right. But as you are listening, it may be Friday for you. It may be Saturday. It may be Monday. (laughs) It may be next Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, we have no idea. But we're going to bring a big Friday energy into this today. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, don't I mean I feel as though we have had a lot of serious podcasts lately and um you know what's interesting about that I was actually like making notes about this earlier because I was going to say people have been very positive about us taking the narrative that we've taken on issues like the gun laws and things like that and I know it's a shift sometimes especially for this edge podcast to kind of be a little more serious and not so lighthearted the thing that I thought, though, is like life is kind of fucking serious right now. Like right. it's it's not like we're just floating around and there's not anything to be talking about or working through or anything like that. And it has been that way for a couple of years. And so it feels a little off to just be ignoring that and trying to operate from this completely playful place as if nothing is serious is happening in our right world i right mean now. yeah we 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 would be ignoring you know it's this even sounds lofty to say but like some sort of social responsibility to not Correct. look i am all about fun like that's all i want my life to be but, aren't you a seven on the enneagram like i feel like a seven strive for only having fun <laughs> i mean i feel like i've designed my life to be pretty fun you know mm-hmm. um but I cannot ignore suffering. Right. I can't ignore watching a a train about to like fall off the track and not want to do something, you know, it's like, in the same way that like, you know, there's not to compare apples to oranges, but like the climate crisis scares the shit out of me too. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of small things that like I do in my life to like try and be better to help, you know, in the environmental crisis is unfolding. Um, 
And, you know, I would be remiss or we would be remiss not to like do the smallest thing we can <laughs> to help the gun crisis mm-hmm. be resolved. And if that's just talking about it, then I feel good about it. You know, yeah, it's like, same. so we can get back to having fun. Exactly. And like, that's, that's sort of the idea here is it's not like we just want to be like Debbie Downer or whatever. And we also understand there's a million other topics we could pick to really like harp in on and try to educate people and um, do things about. For me, it's like a first things first. Like I have to focus on one, make some strides and like see things change. And then I go to the next thing, you know? And like for me right now, it's sort of like, okay, like we can't change anything or help anyone if we're all dead. So maybe this gun control issue is a little bit of a place to start. And the more we dove in, the more I realized that this has been happening for as long as it has, like these mass shootings, and nothing has changed. Like nothing has changed since Columbine. I mean, I was like in high school when that happened. It's crazy. Think about how much uh, like change in, in other arenas of your life have happened we've circled back to the fashion of that time because it's been that long (laughs) right you know what i mean like the the inner the internet is real you know what i mean like right we're not just on on cell phones (laughs) you have a cell phone you don't have a zach morris cell phone thing in your car like or whatever i used to have a lot has changed my boyfriend had a beeper i was like oh my god we're so awesome yeah (laughs) like you're like i know where you're gonna you're gonna let me know where you are at all times now yeah and then he would he would buzz you in, or you would like send your number to his pager like call me <laughs> yeah i would I, I that like how annoying would a pager be right now you know a pager is the equivalent to like when someone texts you call me i'm like oh, God. Me, holding a phone call me no, the worst thing to me that people do is when they call you and then they text you just called you no fucking shit no shit like, <laughs> No shit. I am like, no shit, Sherlock. Saw it, couldn't answer. <laughs> Didn't want to answer. <laughs> Usually I want to. It's it's people that I know. But I mean, I'm always just like, yeah, I know. Like, I don't uh, have a cell phone. Durr. I know how to use it. Durr. Uh, yeah. we anyway, anyway um, so I wanted to, we will talk a little bit more about the feedback that we got from you guys on the gun laws podcast, but I wanted to ask you just, we didn't really talk about the theme this month, mostly because I lost the sheet of paper that I had it written down oh on. Oh my God, I have a photo of it. I'll send it to you. I, know, I should have asked you. You have asked me to type this up how many times? <laughs> well, now that I have a photo, I don't need it. Well, you also were like, can you do like a spreadsheet? And I'm like, oh, what? A what? Do you know me? Do it's you like a- even know me if you ask me to do a spreadsheet? You're like, I'm not corporate. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, the theme of this month was set yourself free. And that was an interesting one. I talked about it a little bit last week on the podcast or this week, actually, it was the Wednesday podcast with my dad of how you set yourself free in your own life or what your journey has been after this winter hibernation, you come into spring, you were kind of blooming. And then this is the place. This is the time. It's summer. You go out, you live, you set yourself free. And if there's moments in your life that you can think back to where you did the work or you did something specific to set yourself free, send those in to us because we love hearing from you guys. You can always DM me at Velvet's Edge and Chip is. At Chip Dorsch, C-H-I-P. 
D-O-R-S-C-H. Now, you know, it's funny. I feel like I exaggerate and I don't remember how it even got there. What you do you know? mean? I probably was just like C-H-I-P, D-O-R-S-C-H. Like it was more of a pause than an inflection, but now it's like a real like exaggeration on stage. I mean, you raised your voice on the P. I know. I'm not I saying like I wasn't to doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, no, it's not that I didn't do it, but I think I was doing it for a different reason. <laughs> what was your motivation? Take us More there. Just like Talk us through the, what your motivation the pause was. pause between P and D, between Chip and Dorsch. So I was like, wow. D-O-R-S-C-H. Now I'm like doing it to like really like drive it home. You know, that's so deep. I got some attention and now I just want more. <laughs> it's, I mean, people do message it's speaking. This is a listener emails podcast. So speaking of most of the messages that we get, every time someone references you, they put C-H-I capital capital P. P yeah. Everyone loves it. The people <laughs> love this. We love you guys for that. Um, so I was going to ask you, Chip, if there was something that you could reflect back on this month from the podcast, we've had so many amazing podcasts um, as a moment of, that tied into the theme of setting yourself free or just one moment that you really walked away from learning something that like really stuck out for you. Well, I mean, in our conversation with Jillian uh, Tarecki, um, mm. you know, I mentioned on that, like, let's talk about Jillian Tarecki did the dating and relationships podcast this month. And she is a coach, a relationship coach. I love her. Did you follow her on Instagram yet? I did, but she hasn't shown up in my feed yet. You got to go so, like all her pictures. Be I a stalker for like a, a second. Yeah. Get in that algorithm. But yeah, yeah, she's super motivating. If you guys haven't listened yet, she's actually going to even be back next month because so many people wrote in with dating and relationship questions for her and her insight is incredible. So, okay. You were saying that well, what I was saying, and yeah, I think it's, I even talked about it a little bit during that, that episode, but like, hearing her story and like how her life just exploded mm -hmm. is literally like hearing what happened to her that she had to live through is an example of the fear that I live in that prevents me from trying to chase a relationship because it's like, you're scared of that happening. So it was like really beautiful to like, see how she took that experience and kind of set herself free. Like it put her on a path right. to like what she does now and helps people. And so it was just like a really nice reminder to like, you cannot get where you want to go without facing your fears and taking risks and putting yourself out there, being willing to like, I mean, what, the greatest moments of learning is like when you get, when you get told no, when you make mistakes, um, when you hurt, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, um, so, you know, it's for me, it was just like a nice sort of reminder, like not everything's going to work out the way that you like want it. You cannot control it all. And sometimes there's like really beautiful surprises too. Like not everything is going to be bad that you don't expect. Like some really good things can happen if you really? just kind of put yourself out there and, and let your life just sort of take the path it's going to take, you know? Yeah. And we kind of touched on this in that podcast, but it's so interesting how um, fear driving you can actually end you up in a more painful experience. Like if you're running from the pain, you actually end up causing yourself more pain because you get stuck there. Right. And all of that attempt to avoid actually becomes more painful. Like if you just are not feeling your feelings around something hard, or as you said, maybe not putting yourself in a place to actually live your life 
out of fear of something that could happen, you're causing yourself more pain. Whereas well, the, the only fe- the only experience you get is the fear. Ultimately, exactly. like exactly. You, you, it's like, look, I'm, I'm reading this book called toxic positivity right now. Oh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's a little different. I'm a, you know, I'm the worst reader because I like to read at night and then I fall asleep. So it's, yeah. it's taking me a lot longer than it should, but, and it's different than what I expected. I expected it to be, um, if I had written it, it would have been like, it's okay not to just like, like, wh- why do I feel like I have to be happy all the time? It's kind right. of, but the, the point that it's making is that we live in a world that um, has um, created the idea that we need to be happy all the time. This and somebody, and um, that we can, and, and it's, it's harp, it's, it's driving home the message of how important it is that like feeling sad sometimes is really important, you know, like there's a reason why it's a major emotion that we experience mm-hmm. and to rob ourselves of that kind of emotion is really unfair because it gets you through to the other side and makes you really understand what true happiness is. And it, it gives, you know, it's given a few examples and what I've read, like, um, you know, if your friend loses their job, well, you shouldn't say to them, you shouldn't use the opportunity to make yourself comfortable by being like, it's okay. Think of all the free time you're going to have. Like your friend just like lost their talk job. Them out of it. Yeah, yeah, you should allow them to grieve what has just happened. Right. And you and you know a better response would be like, "Man, I know it sucks. Like I'm here to talk if you want to talk about it." Right. Because then they get to experience what they're meant to feel, and you're not projecting like your own uncomfortableness with the fact that your friend has lost their job just to make them feel happy again automatically. Um, yeah. And something in it too that resonated with me is like, and my mom is guilty of this. She's always said like, when I'm, she'll say like, all I care about in life is that my children are happy. Mm -hmm. And she said it since I was a young kid, which is like, in theory, a really beautiful thing for a parent to say. But um, the problem with it is, is it tells you that you're not allowed to be unhappy. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, like when really what a parent should say is like, you know, like, look, you're going to feel a lot of things. And if there's, if you're feeling sad, I want you to talk to me about it. If you're feeling mm-hmm. angry, I want you to talk to me about it. Um, I would love for you to be happy all the time, but you're going to be sad and mm-hmm. that's okay. So, um, you know, it's, I look back at my life while reading this book and it's just like, it, it explains a lot to me. Like I fear being sad. I fear rejection. I fear all of these things. And so, you know, um, I do, I there's avoidance techniques, you know, that I've gotten really good at. And I mean, thankfully I'm happy, but like, I also like, there are definitely holes in my life that I know need filling and Mm -hmm. it's those weird things that keep me from doing it. So, you know, long story short, like hearing Jillian's story and how she sort of came through on the other side, um, it's really, was inspiring. So it's like, you know, I'm going to challenge myself to try and be just more open and let myself get hurt, you know? Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Yeah, I mean, in my experience, you only feel the depth of happiness to the depth that you felt pain. And so in some capacities, like if you have been in a really dark place or you've allowed yourself to feel the feelings around it, I'm not saying like go purposefully cause yourself pain. But if you open yourself up to life, the human experience is painful. It just is. Um, And but if you have felt deep pain, you also see joy on the other side of it. So you you take it so differently, I guess, or you take it in so differently because you've been so dark and you've been so hurt that then you find these gratitudes and this joy and this happiness after the fact that feels so much more deep and pure and exciting and the happiness is just explosive. And so, I don't know, that's been my experience at least with that. But I do understand wanting to avoid pain. I think we all do. I think especially in our culture, as we said in that podcast, Jillian and the American culture, we're very pain averse and we just want everything to be easy and happy and positive. Like you said, and that which, is just you know, not which, realistic. Right. It's not realistic. It's, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if that's how life worked, <laughs> but it's just not realistic. So but it's also, like, wouldn't we just walk around like a bunch of assholes because we'd be, we would think we deserve that all the time. Right. Instead right. of being really full of gratitude when we get that. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, we kind of, we kind of need the, the, the negative to really appreciate the positive. Yeah. Well, when I thought about this month and setting myself free, um, I think that's a lot of what I've been doing the past eight months is just doing a lot of really deep, hard inner work um, that ultimately is to set myself free from old patterns, old patterns of thinking, old pains that I was holding on to and not processing. Um, And a big part of my journey lately has been to include flower essences in that. And so I did a podcast with the girl 
who makes my custom flower blends. And I talked all through what that is. It's a tincture that I use every day. Um, and a lot of what that has looked like this month is tears. I have cried so intensely. It is like crazy. But like on the heels of what we just said, I think a lot of people would be like, well, I don't want to cry. I have gotten to where I'm not scared of crying at all. It feels like the most beautiful release. It's almost like a, an emotional shower. Like once I cry, I really release something. So I'm releasing these old pains or this old anger or this old fear and all this stuff. And it just comes out in the version of tears and the flower essences have helped me to do that. Um, but I'm actually releasing the toxic energy as well. And so it feels so good and it definitely has put on me a new peace and a new freedom that I don't think I have felt in a really long time. So um, if you haven't listened to that podcast yet and you're like, what is she talking about? This sounds <laughs> I'm all talking about like psilocybin journeys and flower essences. Um, but it has been an integral part of my healing journey as of this last year. And I know it's not for everybody, but the essences are not drugs, by the way. If you're like, it's like code word. Yeah, it's, not. it's actually flowers that are ground up into this blend. And yeah. So anyway, um, that was the one for me that really I felt felt like setting myself free. It's really interesting when you go and look back at all the topics, how they actually do fall in line with the themes, even when it's accidental. <laughs> right. Like the gun control. So we on our last pop culture um, podcast, Chip and I typically talk about celebrity gossip or things like that. And it just felt really out of line because there's just way too much going on in our country. And we felt like we were not doing our part with a platform like this to not talk about small things that we can all do to do our part and to keep the conversation going. Like it really was torturing me that after a week after that Uvalde shooting, everyone was just going back to normal programming. Like to me, that is like, okay, so then we're just going to what? This is going to happen again. And like whoever else is going to send their kids to school and their kids are going to get shot. Like when it involves children, it hits me in a whole new level. And so I cannot just not keep talking about this until something changes. And um, there's a lot of laws that are being worked through the Senate right now. Hopefully something does start to change. But we did bring it up and we mentioned Everytown dot com um in that or is it everytown.org google oh, every .org. Yeah, yeah i'm sure it's dot org i just said dot com accidentally but um yeah we actually will have an interview up next month with one of the volunteers that works with every every town and moms demand action and she was super informative she's also a gun owner and was in the army and really fully believes in not taking away people's guns so that's not what this is about that's what she, she, many she times. yeah she's also dealt with loss a lot she, of it she's also gone yeah. through her own gun violence yes a lot i was shocked by the um, way if you type in everytown.com it takes you to .org so okay great so yeah. every town if you guys are just sitting here and you're like feeling helpless so i wanted to mention uh, some of you guys are not some of you all of the feedback that we got was one thank you for t for using this opportunity to keep talking about this um we actually got some emails from survivors of gun violence who are saying that too because they feel forgotten which i thought was really really sad you know like it is it's the way our culture works it's you're a huge deal for a week and everyone wants to help and they're going to post on their instagram and then everyone just goes back to life even if nothing's changed and so yeah 
Um, we did get some thanks for you for you guys, but I want to keep spreading that word as well. Is like, let's not forget all of these lives that have been lost. And in this scenario specifically, it literally could happen to anyone. Like that was the big message we got that you guys will hear next month was it can happen to anyone and it can happen anywhere. And so if you're just sitting here thinking like you're safe, like we're not. And then that's the unfortunate reality that we have to keep talking about this for that reason, because we're not right now. And um, no one is trying to take guns away. That's not what we're arguing. We just really want more safety around who can buy guns and how easy that process is. So that's what we talked about. You can go visit everytown.org to do a simple, it's a simple text that you, they will put you in touch with your senators to help get these bills passed and keep that ball moving so we can actually see real changes and hopefully save some lives. Yeah. And I think what's cool about it is like, you know, for anyone who is praising us for using this platform, you know, we might be able to speak to more people through this than you can through your phone, but like literally every call, every text matters. So if all you're able to do is send a text to your Senator or leave them a message or speak to a secretary or something, then that's huge. That's amazing. It's not even a, if that's all you can do. That's that's all anyone's it's asking amazing. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And it doesn't, that wasn't saying, uh, just to be clear, <laughs> that we using this platform to so like toot our own horn. We I feel like it's a responsibility with something yeah. like this. So anyway, that's why we're doing it. Um, we will go back to the Jillian podcast which we kind of mentioned already what that is, but that's the sex. And it, well, there wasn't any sex talk this month, but it was dating and relationships, which I think everyone can relate to. She really, really has some great insight on just how to have a healthy relationship and also like what is okay to ask for. I think a lot of times I know as a woman, you can get in your head a lot like, oh, am I being too much? Or is this a reasonable request? And Jillian has such good insight on that. So if you are in a position where you feel like you're asking these questions either around dating or the relationship that you're in, definitely check out that podcast and check out her work at Jillian Tarecki on Instagram. We did get a question that said, what makes a relationship last? I'm not, Actually, we have a ton of questions to still go through with Jillian. We'll save that for the podcast next month. Today, though, I got a question that says, what makes a relationship last? And I thought we would ask, we would go ahead and you and I answer, which is also hilarious because we're both single. So, right. <laughs> what do you think, Chip? What makes a relationship last? Yeah, what's um, your answer? I think uh, communication. Oh, okay. Um, you know, like I, I, it sounds like a really broad term, but I feel like when people are in sync and communicate clearly it leaves the door open for you to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if you can, um, if you can just communicate your wants, your desires, your dreams, your um, fears, all of those things clearly with a partner, it lets them know you in a very holistic way. But I think keeps, can you know, it will, it keeps the relationship healthy. Like, um, cause at the end of the day, you know, it's staying together is a choice, you know, like if you get married, staying together, you have to wake up every day and choose to still be married to that person. And it takes work, you know, dating, whatever. Um, and 
I feel like the choice scheduled is, dates. Yes, yeah, I feel like the choice is much easier when you know who you're waking up next to every day, and you yeah. really know who you're waking up next to every day. So, um, and if the choice is to make it not continue, then at least you have a better understanding of like why you're not going to continue seeing this person. Mm-hmm. Is it just being like I don't know, like my gut's telling me like run for the hills. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I, I just think if there's always a million factors that are going to influence your relationship and some of them are so beyond your control, it could be someone that bumps into your significant other at a bar and it's electric and yeah. the thing that you can do to keep that from, from happening. But, um, the one thing that you can control is being just really open and honest about everything in your life, you know, and hopefully that is enough to, um, you know, keep the person in love with you. Okay. That's a, I think that's a good answer. Communication. Yeah. Okay. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I actually, I thought about this question for a second earlier and I was like, yeah, I think this is the kind of programming that as I move into my 40s and I don't know, that I want to kind of spread or I want to kind of work against in my own head. Like that a relationship is only successful if it lasts forever. Um, because not only has that not been my experience, but but I'm not saying it for that reason. I think that there are beautiful relationships that can last forever. If people want want that or want to get married and all those things, I think communication would be a huge factor in that. 
I am starting to operate under a different mindset of like we we bring in whatever relationship we need to grow and evolve. And so um, whatever is brought in stays for as long as it is supposed to to teach us the lessons that we need. And if that is forever, wonderful. That's great. If that's for a season, okay. If that's for a month or whatever it is. Um, but I think that can work with the same thing of like the growing and evolving. Like if it comes in and you find yourself, then you're not growing and evolving anymore or it becomes toxic and it's not working, then yes, the relationship ends. I don't think that it has to mean it wasn't successful for some reason, especially if you use what you learned in that relationship to change or heal old things that need to be healed. I could see a relationship lasting longer or forever or whatever if you have the capacity to grow and evolve together. Like that seems to me when I look at other like relationships that are super long term, the thing that they have is that they challenge each other in ways and they're open to continuing to grow and evolve. So I, th- I, I look, I think that's great advice. Like I think that a mistake that we all make is putting the expectation of every mm-hmm. relationship being forever. Totally. I mean, it's a huge stress too. Like, yeah, we've talked about that. Like I'm going into 40 and this is the first time I'm actually not putting my pressure, the pressure on myself of like, I've never been married. I, for some reason that was like such a big, huge thing, especially as a woman from the South. And it's like, why <laughs> I'm the happiest I've actually ever been in my life probably right now. Right. And that's not to do anything with a relationship or lack of relationship. It's because I'm actually finally comfortable in my own skin well you you've taken the last few months to really get to know yourself Mm -hmm. and so it's like i think you've probably um quieted you've hushed the external communication that was telling you you needed to get married yeah and you're able to hear your own voice it's like no i'm i want to get married when i want to get married (laughs) you know like if i want to get married you want to get married you know it's um so yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really great advice because, um, you know, again, it's fear. You know, like exactly, it should, it should be okay for a relationship to end if it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, you know, and um, and you learn, you'll learn beautiful as long as you go into it like being willing to like learn and grow from every experience. Then, um you know, then it makes a breakup. Okay. Like it doesn't mean mean it's not painful and you're not going to feel pain, but I think, you know, like it teaches you what you don't want. Right. That's true. Or what you don't need or Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other podcast that really got a lot of feedback from you guys is the one I just did with my dad. Um, this, I got so many messages, like so many, and I'm still getting them actually, which, Makes me honestly really emotional because it was um, such a personal podcast. My dad came on and told his story of alcoholism and finding sobriety, getting in recovery. And we just talked through basically the journey of that for him, which includes my whole life. And so um, he asked me to kind of reflect back to him the impact that some of the stuff in my childhood had had on like some of his behaviors that had had on me. And so it was a really like deeply healing experience. I had heard most of the points of the story, but um, 
I have not heard them. I hadn't heard them in sequence the way that he told them. And so it really did kind of click a lot of things for me that maybe some missing pieces as to why I've had certain reactions to certain things as an adult. And, you know, we're so driven by what happens in our lives as children. And even just like the dynamics that he and I had relationally are really significant to the ways that I interact with people, especially people I've dated. And so it was really, really, really healing. I was so proud of him um, for his vulnerability and honesty. I think it's, you know, it's obviously a hard story to reflect on and look back to. And he did it with such grace and um, just openness. And that was, it was so beautiful. So you guys have been so amazing in those messages. I appreciate every single one of them. And if I haven't responded to you, I promise you I will. I'm just navigating through all of that. But um, one note is a lot of you said, it's so cute that he calls you pumpkin. And I was just going to correct it. It's pumpkin with an N. Oh, pumpkin. And it's, I, I have to admit, I haven't listened to it yet. So that's I'll okay. have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. It's really cute because I'm literally going to be 40 in two weeks. And my dad still calls me that. Like if he calls me Kelly, it's weird actually. But <laughs> he says it a lot in the podcast. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's so cute. He calls you pumpkin, but it's pumpkin. Um, so you know, get it right. <laughs> my, my mom calls me darling. And it's darling. Sounds, so, but when she leaves me a voicemail, you know how iPhones like, well, they types it out for you. It's, yeah. It says like, hello, dog. <laughs> <laughs> or hello, doll. <sighs> hello, but dog. It says dog. That's funny. Darling. I like that. Um, One question I was going to get to is, let me see. Sorry, I lost it. So this one says, I was really moved by your interview with your father. My dad is also sober, but our relationship is not good. I keep him at a distance, but he has never owned up to how his actions have affected me. Do, oh, how did you guys, um, navigate healing your relationship. So we talked a little bit about this in the podcast, but I have to give my dad the credit of like, I don't think we would have healed our relationship if he didn't do the recovery work that he's done. And he's been sober now for 30, almost 32 years. And um, it was a process. Like it wasn't like he just got sober, stopped drinking and everything was great. Like he mentions it in the podcast, but he had to grow up with me and my brother because he was a really emotionally immature. And a lot of alcoholics are because when you're drinking, you kind of stunt your emotional growth. And so, um, you know, there was a lot of times in my childhood where I remember telling him what to do or if like my mom would go out of town. um, I was the one kind of running the ship, which is a lot for a 10 year old or whatever. Um, And so, and we've had to really, work through that and navigate that. And we do have a really great relationship now. Um, but it, it's, you know, it ebbs and flows in like, in that we have to have constant communication about things that we need and just like anything else. And so I would say that the way we've navigated healing is we've both done a lot of our own work. Like he has done a ton of recovery work and he still does very actively, which helps. Um, actually it's everything. And then it set me on my own journey in recovery and my own healing journey in general. And so we both have gotten tools that we just didn't have and we didn't know how to navigate relationships in certain ways. Um, either of us, cause he wasn't taught and then he couldn't teach me. And so I think for all of us, it's been a big learning experience. So 
lots of forgiveness, lots of grace as we all do it. And then just continuing to show up for each other and doing your own work so that you are more equipped for relationships in general and just showing up. I think it's hard when, you know, like you are doing the work, but someone else isn't. So I don't know. I'm reading this question a little bit. Like maybe the dad is sober from alcohol, but not really looking deeper than that. And that would be really hard. So I think a lot of that becomes about taking care of yourself and detaching in ways that you can. And I've had to do that in certain relationships and it's really fucking hard. So I'm not saying that lightly, but, um, but yeah, always taking care of yourself first and loving yourself first seems to be like the right answer for most things. I love that pumpkin. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> um, was there anything else? We didn't go. I mean, I'm I'm not going to do a ton of questions today. I just like to kind of reflect back on the month and kind of do a little wrap up and tell you guys what you may have missed if you haven't been fully listening every week. There were some really good ones this month, I feel. I always say that, though. Works so. I mean, actually, what you always say is right when we finish, you're like, "Oh, was that bad?" And I was like, "No, I actually think we had a good flow this week." <laughs> and then you'll listen back and you're like, "Oh no, that was okay. It was bad. fine. Yeah, it was no, good. I'm my own worst critic." <laughs> then, then there's me who never listens. Oh uh, no, I just can't do my own voice. Oh really? Does it bother you? It does. I hate when I hear like voicemails and stuff. I think I've just gotten so used to mine. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Is what it is, my friend. Well, mm-hmm. one of the last emails that I will mention that we got was someone writing and saying that, you know what she missed? What? Me messing up the ending of this podcast. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, you know, it's really hard because I fucking nail it now. So, <laughs> Well, but you know what? On some of the interview ones, we haven't, haven't done, been like, doing. We don't even do it. Okay. Well, how ridiculous does it feel to be like, hey, let's talk about gun laws. And then you're like, you know what? As you guys go into the week. Right. feels so dumb. I yeah. can't do it on those. On yeah. The more serious ones. Yeah. Maybe if we start warning the people we interview that we're going to do a weird ending. (laughs) Well, I guess there is nothing casual about like gun laws, but. Right. Like what would we say as you go into this weekend and you go vote to tell your senators to to get those bills in the Senate. Don't you dare act casual. Right. (laughs) I'd have the same ring to it. Do you want to try to come up with a new one for the serious podcast? Act serious. <laughs> <laughs> Life is serious, y'all. I mean, it could just be take action. <laughs> take action now. <laughs> no, I'll say you say take action. And I'll go now. Now. <laughs> That's about all I can handle in a new ending. We all know I'm going to mess it up. Okay, people are lost. They're like, what? We're lost. They're like, what? If they've gotten this far. This is the wrap-up of a lighthearted, reflective podcast. So you know what I would like to say to you guys is, as you go into your weekend and you're living on the edge, I hope you always remember to act casual. I'm sorry I can't mess it up anymore. I'm just too good. <laughs> you're, That's you're what this is. You're such a pro. You're such a pro. a pro here. All right. Bye. Bye. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.
Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.